media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, let's get then to last night's uh, MGN Radio Awards. Lots of it's an awards show to a large degree. We'll talk PRISM as well after 10 o'clock and we'll look at uh, last week's Stackle Caper Investigative Journalism Awards as well around uh, 10.30. So lots to look forward to. But let's talk about last night's MTN Radio Awards um, and the convener of judges of the judging panel is Lance Rothschild. Lance, good morning. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. Thank you for having me on your show this morning. Yeah, indeed. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're up because we probably went back to bed at about one o'clock, or most of us, I think, did <laughs> anyway. Yeah. La, 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 let's get to the issues here. It, it was year four, um, and, and Jeremy Maggs, of course, was the founder of the company that that, that started the awards. Made a good point about how the growth of the awards uh, has taken place over the last few years. Just, just talk to me about that before we get to some of the award winners. Well, Ashraf, we, we're delighted that the awards have been uh, taken on board and adopted by the radio industry, the broader radio industry, because it is inclusive of all radio in South Africa. So from humble beginnings of 200 entries in year one to well over the target of, tw- of 1,000 that we set for ourselves this year, but we way exceeded that target. Um, and, you know, more and more stations participating, there's more stations coming on board. So the awards, I think, have now entrenched themselves on the radio calendar in South Africa, which is a, a, a good thing. Um, and uh, last night there were a thousand people at the Santon Convention Center celebrating not only the radio awards, but networking and celebrating the radio industry. It was really good to see people from all walks of radio celebrating radio and just getting together. They were rubbing shoulders, a lot of networking, a lot of mixing. And just a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, I think well, you were there. And by the way, congratulations on your award once again. I think you, you haven't missed a year of winning an award yet. Well, you know, there's nothing like continuity. I think, and, and I think, and I'm, but on a serious note, you know, when you when you don't win, you know, sometimes people say, well, are these awards a whole lot of nonsense? But uh, and, and you know, there's a whole judging process we don't agree with. But but in life, there's nothing nicer than winning anything, isn't it? And what's wrong with that? So thank you. Thank you. No, no. Thank you Absolutely so much. Not, yeah. yeah. Um, it's always, you know, I mean, I understand people's disappointment, but you know, not winning doesn't mean that you, you're not doing a good job. I mean, being recognized as a finalist uh, means that the judges recognize you about peers in your category and, and place you there. And uh, remember, it's an independent panel of judges who uh, come from all walks of media life, but predominantly from radio, who have expertise in the field. And uh, it's a broad, broad church of judges who... Um, who, who also developed this. And we, we've also developed a learning program out of the awards, which stations are starting to adopt, and we'll be doing a bit more work on that now. You know, the awards is not just a, a, a sort of a six-month program. It runs all year round. In fact, my first meeting concerning the 2014 awards take place tomorrow. My goodness. <laughs> Before you get down to Plat or whatever. Let's talk then about, about the standard of the awards. I mean, what, what, I'm not going to run through all the names. I mean, if you want to throw some names up, that's absolutely fine. But, but overall, what, what do you think, what, what came out of it in terms of judging the quality of South African radio broadcasting? Well, the interesting thing is I haven't uh, listened to broadcasting you know, overseas for quite a while. You know, uh, when I say broadcasting, I'm talking about regional and particularly commercial broadcasting. Um, you know, and I think South Africans have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Well, maybe we're not really as good as. And yet, um, I, you know, my son is studying in America, and he told me the other day that he misses South African radio because it's much better than what they're getting in Missouri, where he is. So, yeah, we have we have really good radio in this country. Um, I, I think the competitive landscape could be improved, and we could have more stations. And there are more stations coming online, but I think that um, ECOS is missing a trick or two in terms of the frequency spectrum. I think that we could have a heck of a lot more competition in this market. 
But the bottom line is, is that the standards are improving. Uh, it's most certainly noticeable with the radio awards. There's one particular chap who I spoke to last night. I've listened to his entries over the last four years. His entry this year was way, way better than anything he'd ever produced before. He didn't win, I'll tell you that, but he didn't win his category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made finalists, which was the first time he'd done that. But his entry was streets ahead of anything he had previously submitted. And that, you know, that is a great tribute. And that is where the radio awards are, I think, hitting the mark. Mm. How, how credible are the awards in terms of how uh, the, the practitioners, uh, you know, people like myself, but let us leave me out of the picture, others as well, how do they view these awards when, when, they, when they win and they're acknowledged? Because and, and, I can sense just judging that from last night, when, when radio station delivers a winner, and there's a cheering like they had a rugby or a cricket game, isn't it? People just love it. So, so how, how is it judged? How do people take it? I, I think, I think firstly the, the, uh, the credibility of the awards is, is uh, largely established um, by the credibility of the adjudication panel. And we've got really uh, knowledgeable, good people on that adjudication panel. We've got a, a panel of 32 industry experts who uh, listen to the submissions. Now, yeah, yes, some people say, well, yeah, you know, we weren't judged because we didn't submit an entry. Well, you know, you can't be in the game if you don't buy a ticket, as they say in the classics. And, you know, it is always a rush for stations and for producers and for content suppliers to get their entries in. But it is the only independent, um, external verification and, and, and examination um, system and mechanism for anyone. So, you know, I think people are seeing them as credible. Um, I know that some stations use these as, as, uh, as a benchmarking exercise. Um, and they set, I know one of the stations has set their strategy next year on winning a few awards. It's a station that hasn't won anything significant yet, and it's in their strategy for next year. And uh, the, the, the program manager told me last night, we will win some awards next year. Okay, that, that's, that, that's interesting. Did, did you, then just lastly, did, did you see any trends emerge? Uh, in judging, of course, over the last year, because I mean, judging is is, a, is an is an event after the event, right? Because you're judging what was done on the air already. Did you pick up any trends that that, is, that you found is quite fascinating? Um, not nothing exceptionally new in terms of the judging trends. I think you know, quality stands head and shoulders with all due respect. Quality stands out. Um, what I did notice is that, especially in the in the more closely contested categories. Um, the, the results were really, really close to one another. We're talking percentage points, not you know, huge numbers. It wasn't like a, you know, a, a clear margin of victory. Um, and you know, uh, but, but what I did see as well, I got a lot of very, very pointed and directional feedback from all the adjudicators. You know, there is room on the adjudication system online to add comments, and most certainly got very, very valuable and valid feedback, which uh, we've used in the publication we bring up, in the on-air publication, um, to say, you know, uh, this is what we've done, this is what, you know, this is why this particular entry won. And, uh, you know, I think that was really great. There's, you know, it's, what's, what's also been a quite an interesting indicator for me has been the number of people who've won awards over the last couple of years who have then moved, uh, particularly from the community and campus section, people who've won awards and are now in full-time radio employed in the industry elsewhere. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Now, now just lastly, uh, just for the record, I mean, the, re- the, the awards then are segmented according to the type of radio that you turn out, which means, you know, campus radio is kept separately, community radio is separate, uh, public broadcast like SAFM is kept separate, and the out-and-out commercial radio stations are kept separately for awards purposes. Does that work? Because I know initially it was not the case, and there was opposition to that, which is case, a case of you can't judge you know, apples with pears. 
I'm, I'm glad you asked that. The reason we got to that was because of feedback from the industry, and that is the fairest way. You know, it's it's, it's almost like putting boxers in their own fighting divisions. You know, you don't want a lightweight uh, boxing against a heavyweight, and I don't mean that you know, in terms of comparing. All the stations are important, but it's just that they all have various challenges. Community stations have a particular mandate and a particular set of challenges, a particular set of uh, call it limitations if one wants. Uh, PBS has a specific mandate and they can't necessarily be too commercial and they, you know, they don't necessarily have the financial resources. So it's much easier to, to categorize the stations in those silos, in those vertical silos. And it seems to have found favor with the industry. What we do do now is we will go back to industry, we meet with a lot of the stations, we listen to feedback, we review feedback in the online media and uh, through all the correspondence we have. And we refine the program. I mean, as you saw, last night we had reduced the number of categories quite substantially from the year before. And uh, we, we look at that. I think we've got the mix fairly close. I don't see that there'll be huge reductions or, um, or possibly even huge additions. There are one or two concepts that we'll discuss. Um, but the Radio Awards uh, you know, is an evolving and living program, and we don't ever want to remain rigid and static and not flexible enough to accommodate the needs of the industry. Fair, fair comment. Okay, Lance, I'm going to leave it at that because obviously I'm going to direct listeners to the website, which is what, just MTN Radio Awards, is that right? mtnradioawards.com. Okay, they can check out all the winners. There are hundreds of them, I think, or 80, I think, to be precise, and they can check it out. Lance Rothschild, the convener of the awards, thanks so much for your time. And once again, we'll, we'll talk, I'm sure, sometime next year as well. Indeed. Lance Rothschild. Right, let's look at some of the winners. We'll check, by the way. So let's just get this right from, from an SAFM perspective, and, and Lance has alluded to that. Yes, I... I'm, I'm privileged and honoured and thrilled to, to win an award for uh, for best presenter in the news and actuality category. So really appreciate the fact that uh, you know from my production team, which is which is Joey and and uh, and Zanelli and uh, Matapelo certainly assists with, with this show as well. And of course you, the listener. I think it's absolutely critical because the best mentor has got to be the listener, isn't it? They ultimately uh, are the are the ultimate sounding box that puts you on your toes, and that's what you want if you want to be a champion. And it's something I feel strongly about, which is, and I've repeated this often. And I'll do it again. For South Africa to become a champion nation, we need champions multiplied across, across the length and breadth of this country. We absolutely need that. And last night is just another night of finding those champions and ensuring that we can encourage others to be champions. Because you can't just have a, a Madiba and say one champion is enough. It's not enough. To be a champion nation, we need thousands. So I'm certainly very appreciative of winning that award. However, there are others as well, and we'll talk about that. Naledi, who does the Intune show on a, on a Saturday afternoon, is an award winner now. Naledi, good, good morning, in fact, and congratulations. Good morning, Ashraf. Thank you so much, and congratulations to you too. Thank you for talking to me this morning. Thank you. So, so what does it feel like being now called an award winner? Ah, it, it, it's a little bit surreal. Um, it's still early in the morning. I'm staring at the award right now. It's right up on the wall, and I, I still can't believe that it's there. <laughs> tell, tell us what you won for. This is for your show in tune, right? All right, yes. So we won for Best Weekend Radio Show in the Public Broadcasting uh, uh, department, uh, 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 category. And for me, I'll tell you, Ashraf, it's so exciting because I joined the SAFM team a year ago exactly, by the end of this month, I think it will be a year ago. And Joey and I, and I know she works, she produces your show as mm -hmm. well, but she also produces my show. And Joey and I have worked so hard on the show, and, I, and we never thought that a year into working on Intune, we'd be awarded the best weekend show ever. Um, yeah. So that's, because, that's a very big... Because very what, what's good, it's, it's, it's a new show, right? 
It is. It's well. Intune itself has been with SAFM for a very long time. But uh, I, I, I know that it used to be presented by before me, Smasha Malina, who is uh, one of the SAFM presenters. But uh, now, last year, it was taken over by myself and Joey, and we've had such a blast doing it. And I think well, the magic here was that because Joey and I are both under, you know, 26, <laughs> we're mm-hmm. both under 26, working on a youth show is something that just... Um, yeah, it energized us. We knew exactly what we wanted to do. And it was all about just really putting in the, the passion that we had for it into mm-hmm. the show. And I think it worked. So, so what, now, now the, the judge's citation talks about, contra, it says, controversial and important radio tackling controversial yeah. topics in a, forthright, uh, in a forthright manner. Now, now how do you top that? What do you do next? So Monday you go back to the drawing board and say, let's have a party for the next year. No, how we top that is, is is by being a little bit less scared. I think that it is quite easy to be controversial in South Africa, but the problem is a lot of the time when you're controversial, you always have to draw the line. And I think we've spent a lot of time um, defining where that line is. And I think maybe this year we'll start making that line a little bit a little bit more faint, um, just to try and top how controversial we get. <laughs> Mm. You, you of course are, are fairly new to the industry, and you made the point already. Who, who genuinely, who do you admire in your industry? Who do you say, I wish I was that person? Okay, this is going to sound a little bit like I'm buying face, but I've always, I've always, I've always enjoyed your work as well, Ashraf. Um, I've always enjoyed the works of Sikin Karatebi. She's one of the, she's one of the women that, you know, from being a teenager, I aspired to working with and, and learning from and being at SFM has also afforded me that opportunity, of course, before she left us. Um, let me see. Kalani Kuala is also a very, uh, uh, someone that I really admire. So a lot of them are at SFM at the moment. I mean, the ones that I think I, I did admire, uh, and they, as soon as they left the station, they lost, they lost my love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ever, ever the patriot indeed, yeah. Alright, well I'll tell you what you do. Well, well done uh, on the award and I'm sure we'll talk lots more in the future and, and for now, revel in the glory because there's nothing wrong in being acknowledged for doing outstanding work. So well done to you and to Joey as well, uh, I think for fantastic work indeed, my lady, and enjoy the rest of the day. Now interesting in terms of Joey uh, because now she's in, in, in essence a double award winner in terms of uh, being part of the production team that, that wins in tune and of course producing, uh, co-producing the show that, that I do. Just to tell you before I get to uh, Nicholas, well in fact let's get to Nicholas Bauer of course because he does the, the Saturday afternoon SAFM sports special show from uh, from four to well from three to seven in fact and on a Sunday today that is from uh, four to six and he now is an award winner or the show is an award winner SAFM sports special. Nick, good chatting to you. Congratulations. Nick, hi. Okay, we'll get to We'll get to Nick in just a, a, a second. Hopefully, we'll, we'll talk to him pretty soon. Let me just tell you what, um, in terms of the judging, uh, with regards to, to my citation, so that you know that it says, excellent presentation and uh, finds context within his interviews and his show, which is a really nice gesture indeed. Okay, lots more to come. We can, uh, we'll hopefully connect with, with Nicholas Bauer in just a second. I'll see if I've got the thumbs up with Nick. Okay, Nick, we do have you on the line. Hi. Nick, Hi. Okay, this is not the way it's supposed to work, where we, we lose connection with an award winner. Nick, we, you got you got you on the line now, right? Okay, tell you what we do. Let, let's get to Nick Bauer. We'll sort him out right after this.